This is your host, Kristen, and you're listening to the Confessions of Women in STEM podcast, the show that empowers girls to succeed and thrive in STEM. As a grade 12 student, I know firsthand how overwhelming and confusing the experience of choosing universities and writing applications can be. A lot of us are just 16 or 17 years old, and yet we're already faced with this challenge of making really major life decisions about our education and our future plans while we're still trying to figure out what we're passionate about and our career interests. Lucky for you, in today's episode, I speak with Sneha, a current university student, and we cover all things university-related. From navigating finances to finding the best career fit and crafting university applications that stand out, Sneha shares such valuable insights. I can't wait for you to hear her story and advice, so without further delay, it is time to listen in to my conversation with Sneha. Hi Sneha, I wanted to start by thanking you for joining me on the show today, and I'm really excited to have you as my guest. Thank you, I'm happy to be here as well. I want to start by diving into your journey as a computer science student at Western University. So can you take a moment to introduce yourself and also share a bit about your experiences so far? Yeah, for sure. So I'm going into my second year. Initially, I applied to Western as an engineering student, but I soon realized my passion and transitioned into the computer science program. So I will be starting that in second year, personally for me. Engineering, I would say, is the hardest, most difficult undergraduate degree, especially at Western, because we had to do like seven courses per semester, plus labs and tutorials. And it was a general first year. Some pros to that would be, you know, you get to learn what type of engineering you want to apply to and what you want to do in the career um, in your future. But from that, I realized that I wanted to do something less hands-on and like more behind the screen. Um, And also like the prospective jobs um, that I want to work at would be like hybrid or remote work rather than going in person. So I thought because I wanted to do something more behind the screen, it's best I change to computer science. Awesome. Thank you for your introduction. And I really appreciate you kind of diving into what led you to choose CS as your program right now. And I'd love to dive into that further. But right now, I wanted to just begin by discussing the transition to university. For many grade 12 students, this process can definitely bring about a lot of worries and anxieties. So can you share some of the common worries you had before starting university and how you overcame them? Yeah, for sure. I mean, initially in the summer, I was not too worried about starting first year because I had the mindset that I will face the issue when I get there. And there's no point in, you know, stressing out over the summer. Like, I would like to enjoy my summer before university and, you know, spend time with family and friends back at home because I obviously, you know, lived on dorm. And with that, coming into dorm, I was rooming with my childhood friend so it was very comfortable doing so and because I was in a traditional style dorm I couldn't exactly cook um so I had a meal plan but also like I needed to find a balance of eating healthy and meeting my nutrition requirements and um everything on campus though my parents were generous enough to you know send food and um every now and then so it did work out um, for the food aspect, but also like 
it got really anxious trying to manage everything by myself and I decided I should stay more connected with my comfort people like my family and friends back at home so I would like call my parents at least once a day before I went to bed and like just ask about each other's days and go on from there and also making new friends was a difficult um, difficulty that I faced because it was hard going out of my engineering schedule to you know, join clubs and meet people. But also I realized why not just make friends where I am. So I would reach out to the people sitting near me at the library or like in my lectures. And that way I can at least make friends that are, you know, studying the same thing or are like-minded in that way where they're focused on their education. And it did get really stressful for me in first semester, especially since my schedule was like, it starts at 8.30 a.m. and then it ended at 9.30 p.m., like three out of five days a week. So sometimes you have to prioritize, you know, what classes you need to go to and which ones you can study on your own. Um, Just make sure you're not overwhelming yourself to a point where you don't take out time for yourself because you're more important than anything else. I really appreciate that you talked about the food aspect, making friends, rooming situations. And I think those are all a lot of worries that come to mind when facing university. But you provided a really great amount of tips and suggestions on how to overcome those situations. And many students might also feel pressured to deal with finances because financial literacy really plays a big role during your university journey. So How did you work on developing your financial literacy skills, such as budgeting as a university student? And what tips or resources would you suggest to other students for effectively managing their finances? Yeah, for sure. Financing is a very crucial aspect of university. And I feel like working a job before the summer, I was able to collect, you know, my expense um, money to just use in during university when I wouldn't be working. So as a visual learner, I needed to see my expenses. So I decided I'm going to make an expense tracker. I used Notion to do it. And then I gave myself a $200 monthly budget. So I wouldn't go out of my way and use everything I earned over the summer, just in one month. And also because I had a meal plan, I didn't need to you know, spend money on food. But also like with the visual tracker, I would feel guilty every time I would go over my budget limit. And then I would try to manage that extra money um, I spent by spending less the next month. But also I had two debit cards and I would really suggest everyone do so. One would be like for major um, expenses like paying for your tuition and like getting all your pay um, checks into there. And then also I had one for daily expenses where I would only put $200 into every month. So I was more aware of my spendings. And also I try to suggest to mostly use debit cards. I know credit cards help you build credit. But also with credit cards, it's like Apple Pay. You just tap everywhere and go. You don't really remember how much money you have. Um, And then when you have to pay it, it's so much over your budget limit. So I try to use my debit card every time I go. So it just deducts the money and I can see exactly how much I have left. And that way I was able to, you know, stay within my budget limit to an extent. Um, But obviously I did pay for like my tuition and like everything that I was spending at university. I didn't really ask my parents for money. 
Um, so that was something I had to take into account that I don't really want to ask my parents for money. So I have to be more careful about my spending. For sure. I'm also someone who considers themselves a visual learner. So I really liked that visual tracker you mentioned. Yeah, for sure. Going back to what you mentioned earlier with deciding between engineering and computer science, I wanted to hone in on that because there are many students out there who might be unsure about their career path and they might feel this pressure to have their passions and jobs completely figured out before starting university. Can you speak more to how you navigated this type of pressure and what advice would you give to students who are going through the same situation? Yeah, for sure. I feel like this is personally something I faced multiple challenges with growing up because I didn't know what I wanted to be. I know some people are, you know, in elementary school saying, I want to be a doctor and they actually become a doctor. But for me, it really hit in like grade 11 when I had to choose my um, subject courses for the IB program. And it was like, which advanced courses do I have to take? Um, or do I want to take? And at that point, I was like, you know what, I might go into the sciences, become a doctor. Um, but I decided to take all three sciences. Um, two were at um, IB level, and then one was at like academic level during the summer. To my surprise, I did not like biochem or physics, though I really liked math. I enjoyed doing math and I also like started liking English by the end of grade 12. So I went on from there. I thought because I like math, I would be, you know, ideal for engineering. But it turns out engineering isn't just, you know, math. It's a lot of variations of physics combined with math. And it's very advanced. Um. And I chose not to, you know, pursue that because physics was not my strength. And so I decided I would choose to switch into computer science where I can also use my technical and mathematical skills for application along with, you know, following my passions of being creative and finding success through creativity and having that space to just use my ideas and innovative um, side of me to go on from there you could say I've switched my career choices a few times until I got it right like I don't even know what job I wanted to do and it's not wrong to test the waters and you know learn about your interest at any point in time um people go on do their degrees and they still don't know what they want to do and that's okay you don't have to have it all figured out. But once you do, try to grasp onto your passions and go on from there. See what's best for yourself. I 100% agree with that message. And during this experience, when you were exploring different career paths and trying to find what you liked best, did you have any supporters or people in your circle who helped you navigate this process and made it more easy? I did have some, but also I went and looked for them. I really liked, you know, networking with people who were doing a job that I wanted to do in the future. And they told me that their education was completely different from the job they're doing currently. And so it just stood out to me how they can switch career fields even after they graduated without a degree in something they've been doing. And 
just through networking and having mentors in careers that you potentially want to pursue, um, it was easier to learn about their day-to-day lives and how they studied for it or what they studied. And just seeing if that's ideal for you, if you like doing what they've described. And if you see yourself in the next five or 10 years doing exactly what they've described, and if not, that's okay. Find someone or a degree that you might want to pursue that will get you there and you will have it figured out eventually and if there's no career for you out there yet you can always make your own I love that I definitely agree with the mentorship piece and finding and building that network is so so crucial and on that note I wanted to shift to more application related questions so could you share some insights into what your personal application process experience was like to start us off? Yeah, of course. So I applied into engineering at Western and the application process basically consisted of a few questions about what program you wanted to specialize in after first year and asked about why you wanted to do it. But I'd say in terms of answering those questions, I wrote something personal that connected me to why I wanted to pursue the education and how the education I will receive will help me advance in that field. Comparatively, it wasn't as long as the other engineering program processes that I've applied to. And also because it's general first year, you have the leisure to decide later on. But just to like get in the program, it was just an idea of what you're going to be doing as an engineering student and how you're going to be applying the knowledge essentially. I see. And Crafting a strong application is really important and crucial. What tips would you give to students to help them create applications that really stand out and effectively showcase who they are and what they can bring as a student? Honestly, there's so many ways you could do this, but specifically, just be yourself. Tell them why you personally want to do this. Why do you see yourself in the future pursuing this degree? What are you gaining from doing it in the long run? And how do you think your education will help you out? And what experience do you already have about this through like projects or leadership initiatives? And how did you realize that this career is specifically for you? Um, Also make sure how you specifically connect to the program overall at the university you're trying to apply to specifically for western they have like certain aspects that are different from other engineering programs at other schools so try to relate to those and talk about diversity or talk about why the school is ideal for you other than just the program in itself and I feel like that would be a successful application for sure and when you were completing your applications do you, do you have any internships or projects or experiences that you believe really help you stood out and make a positive difference in your application? And if so, how did you highlight these experiences? I think I had a few. Also, they were not exactly related, but I wanted to do biomedical engineering. So I talked about how I have done a lot of research with like, the University of Toronto and their aspect of connecting biomedical devices with engineering concepts. And it really helped because 
that was not biomedical engineering. That was actually bioinformatics. And I soon realized that that falls under computer science. And that's where I learned about my passion, essentially, where it was not biotechnology or building that device that actually helped me decide between engineering and computer science. It was actually the idea of working behind a screen and developing the whole, I guess, system behind the bioinformatics part of the research that I was doing. It really helped in showcasing why I wanted to do engineering specifically, but it was not related to biomedical engineering overall. I also had some leadership experiences, such as like being part of DECA and MedLife in my high school. Um, So that worked out. I honestly don't think I put too many clubs on there. I focused more on what I learned from those clubs and those initiatives, and I applied them to how I see myself prospering in my future. That's great. I really like how you emphasize tying the lessons that you've gained from your experiences to your future career and how you can bring those lessons you've learned to your university experience. Yeah, of course. Are there any resources you would recommend to help incoming students who are seeking to go to university soon? Any resources to help them prepare for a successful university journey? There are so many out there and there's just not enough talk about what just networking will do yeah there's websites telling you this program will help you do this this program is about this but always 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 talk to the people in the program talk to the people doing the job you want to do it's so much easier to learn about what you will be doing rather than living in the idea of you know, what you think you'll be doing, but it doesn't turn out the way, you know, you expected it to. So always go into university after talking to the people in the program, ask them what they do every day. How do they study? What courses do they have? Ask the people working the jobs you want to work. Do they have what you want to do in the future do you see yourself doing that in the future and if not that's okay like you can always change careers you can always explore everything that is out there and stem is a ever-growing field you will never be stunted there's so much out there you're right going up to actual professionals or students working in the areas you're interested in Speaking to them and hearing about their lived experiences is definitely essential. Yep, exactly. As we wrap up, my final question to you is, what message or piece of advice would you give to girls interested in a STEM career? STEM is a very broad career and it is challenging. It is not easy. Don't take it lightly. And First of all, be proud of yourself for choosing such a challenging career. It's going to pay off. Don't worry if, you know, you're struggling in the moment. Just keep pushing through and, you know, work hard and look at the bigger picture. I know you're in this little bubble thinking, oh, what am I going to do if I fail this course or if I don't do well here or if I don't have the exposure like everyone else does? The exposure that you have is very significant. It's very different 
than everyone else. And that's what makes you stand out. So follow your own choice of interests and that personality will help you thrive in a STEM career. Amazing. Thank you so much, Naya, for sharing your experiences and providing such amazing advice and tips. I really enjoyed speaking with you today. No problem. I enjoyed being here as well. And with that, we have come to a close for today's episode. I really enjoyed speaking with Sineha and I believe that there's a lot to learn from her experiences of exploring different interests, realizing where her true passions lie, and ultimately her choosing the career that best aligned with her future goals and aspirations. I hope our discussion has helped you gain valuable tips for your own university journey ahead. As we wrap up, I would love it if you visited at Confessions of Women in STEM on Instagram to share something new you learned today. If you enjoyed this episode, I invite you to consider subscribing to the show or leaving a review on your favorite podcast listening platform. On that note, be sure to join me again next month on the 19th, where I'll be back with more inspiring guests and discussions. Bye!